Hello, good morning and welcome to the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. I'm Ian Cover in the chair again this week. Um, and it's a very good morning to Torchy McGee. Yes, good morning, Cove, and good morning to everyone out there. Torchy, of course, played league football. What a beautiful day. Mm, what a beautiful thing it was, you playing league football <laughs> too. A good morning to Billy Baxter. Hello there, Ian, and I must say, you're growing into that chair. I'm going to have it surgically attached very shortly. <laughs> All removed. <laughs> All removed, one or the other. Simon Whelan, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Ian. And Billy played with the under-19s, don't forget. Yes, well, you know, it's hard, hardly... Cole Hutchinson's not coming out of the woodwork to right my wrongs. Yeah, so. Find a game for you somewhere. And Andy Belairs. Oh, yes, good morning. Hello, oh, everybody. Hello, Rooster. You're bright. I expected you to be anxious, nervous, stressed... No, because I think uh, no matter what happens tonight, mm-hmm. it'll probably be take two in a couple of weeks' time. So I think we just need to uh, keep our powder dry. Now oh, we'll uh, find out a lot that's about Melbourne both teams. Yeah. Oh no! If you win, Andy, don't you go to top? We go to top. We'll play the Bulldogs, and if- uh, not necessarily. Oh, because no. oh, if Brisbane flog uh, West Coast, yep. yes. I don't need to flog them by all. There's only about yeah. 1% in it. No, mm-hmm. so it's 24 points either way, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, right. So they could, Brisbane could get fourth and you'd be confronting them. Yes. Uh, at one stage last night, I think, if the dogs... Ha- hey, this, is, this is creeping into serious, serious football, football talk. But it's also creeping into spoken and written English. People oh. saying, if, the, if um, the dogs had of one last oh, yes, night... Had of yes, one. Had of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they had of won last night, mm-hmm. they would have got to the top, would they not? And we would have had Geelong and Melbourne, regard- irregardless of tonight's result, playing each other again next week? Uh, quite possibly. I'm being definitive. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, you made a qu- you, you, the, the upward inflection at the end. Serious football, talk, serious football talk in these troubled times is very therapeutic <laughs> because mm. I watched football classified during the week, footy classified. Right? No, you got serious and called it football classified. <laughs> well, it should be called – it should be called um, – oh, well, classified. I Australian rules. Classified. Classified. Yeah, rules. Did I say fools? Yeah. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> uh, but, you know – We've got COVID-19, we've mm. got Afghanistan, we've mm. got bad Haiti. news everywhere, Haiti. Haiti, that's shocking. And, yeah, and, that's and then you watch Footy Classified and you see these people just so serious, mm. so passionate, so concerned, so well-informed mm. about something which just does not matter <laughs> one bit. And it kind of cheers you up. <laughs> you kind of think, you, oh, well. It is know. a therapy to lose yourself in that gravitas for an hour. You just lose hour. yourself in who's going to coach Collingwood mm. and where the final's going to be played. Mm. And um, it's... it's what's, uh, what's going to happen to Stewie Dew? It's, it's, uh, yeah. Well, apparently... Hasn't Caro got Stewie in, in her sights? <laughs> boy, oh, oh, boy. Really? I, just, oh. I don't watch that show. Um, but I, I thought there was an, some sort of indication last night that Stewie is safe for next year. I haven't, I haven't uh, caught I up. I don't know if he's done that bad I job. I, I don't Torchy. watch the prelim of the show. I just watch the no. footy and that's it. No. Yeah. Hello? I yeah, know, because I saw oh, right. okay. I, I think I saw it written across the bottom oh, of the screen those, during the telecast. Oh, yeah. you safe. Hmm. Board says. Well, that, 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 <laughs> has full support of the board. <laughs> well, David Teague, uh, he is safe as houses at Carlton. Absolutely. Because the board has not given him their full support. <laughs> That's right. right. Hey, yeah. Oh, no, he's gone with the they've let me down. Which, mm. uh, is that a preemptive strike? I don't know. But all of this, you know, if this happens, then that uh, <sighs> with the last round, uh, I, of course, and I found a, I found a, a 
glaring flaw uh. in the AFL ladder predictor. <laughs> I've really got to you, have a look at it. You've spent a lot of time pouring over that. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on the predictor. There's a glaring flaw, Torch, mm, which the, is the margin. It only goes up to 100 points. Right. And oh. to get St Kilda into eighth, I need get... about 550. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was going to ask you what St Kilda needs to do. but it's... I think it's about 500. I think we've got to win by about 550 mm. points. So and then a... we've got to have other results go, go, go your way. way. So you yes. win by about 90 goals. About 90 goals. Yeah. Yeah. They better start it. now. <laughs> yes. Who are you playing? We're playing the Dockers. Well, I don't think there's 90 Down goals in, in that. No. You've Probably gone not. with Dockers again, Si. Yeah, Sorry. Like the yeah. only person in uh, football media who calls them the Dockers. Now we're bringing it back. Oh, oh way to go. Something, something, Dockers. Down <laughs> we are the free we are Dockers. dockers. Uh, anyway. So, um, but look, I'll be off the predictor. Mm. Actually, I'm off it now. Okay. Um, okay. Um, and now I'm turning my attention to more important issues mm. for all the people whose teams are not going to play in the finals, which is actually amongst this panel only me. Mm. Mm. And that is, uh, who are you going to follow in the finals? Well, and who are you going to barrack against in the finals? Well, Si, this actually is a good thought. So much so, this early stage of the program today, yeah. why don't we make that the social media question? Well, I've been very troubled by some of the emails we've been getting about the social media question because they tend to start with, if you need help... Setting a social media question this Saturday, brackets, and I think you do, <laughs> close brackets, and then they make their suggestion. Well, well I'm not taking any of your suggestions. That's clearly because everybody thinks that only Richo makes up the mm. social media question. And we should say good morning to Richo. Yes, uh, Richo. Uh, uh, we did indicate last week in the best Neil Baum football manager tradition that, that he would definitely be playing this week. Well, he was only a course, week away. And, of course, he's not here. To tune him up for the finals. Well, um, I went past the Punk Road Oval on my way here this morning. Yeah. Richo was out there um, uh, doing bumps into one of those stationary bags. Oh, okay. And he left holding his shoulder. Ooh. There was no, no sign of Francis Burke there, was no. there? No sign of Francis. He, he was going through what they call a searching fitness test. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, so, you've got to you've got to think about it now. Who are you going to barrack for in the finals? Mm. I've got I've got the barrack fours. Yes, I'm, I'm starting GWS. Yep. Once they go out, I'll go Melbourne, <laughs> and once they go out, I'll go Bulldogs. I, oh, Gee, could... if that if that combination can work, and then as for barracking against Essendon, obviously, mm. uh, West. Um, uh, who else is in it? Geelong. Geelong. Port Adelaide. Mm. Brisbane. Port Adelaide, obviously. So you're going to barrack against Port and Essendon. Are you neutral on Brisbane, Geelong? Neither Brisbane way. and Geelong. And the Swannies. <laughs> Brisbane and Geelong, I just want to see a good game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have um, one more panel member whose team isn't in the finals. Good morning, champs. Yes, good morning to you all. Mm. Hello, Gregory. Good morning, Greg. Who are you going to be barracking for come finals time or uh, against, Champy? I, I don't know why Simon would go for Giants first. Uh, that's not my idea. He loves, he loves the song. I like the song. <laughs> a big, well, that's big not a good enough reason. And well, anyone who's got charcoal as a colour in their yeah. jumper, that's yeah, you like that. And uh, you, they've got Himmelberg. That's not a good. That's a not good, good enough. They, a we've good. got a Himmelberg too, but it's uh, it's no justification. Mm. I I would go for the two. I would call them. Oh, if I can use the word downtrodden, I would go for the two that have been waiting the longest. So yes. I'll go D's first and uh, and Doggy second. Oh, Doggy's I, I been waiting five years. <laughs> right, oh, yes. okay, yeah. I'm still thinking that they've been waiting since '54. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, still though. 
That's mm. one since 54, right? Well, the Giants have been waiting for, for, for <laughs> a decade. Well, yeah. well, they're let they're them entire history. <laughs> well, let them give them another 20 years. Because uh, after all, the Crows got one in year seven and eight. And mm. in a way, I sensed it was too soon mm. for the fairness of the comp because St Kilda and Bulldogs suffered in those final series. Now... Back to uh, – I want Geelong down the bottom. They're the ones I don't want because well, they've been around too long. Interestingly enough, the mm. team that's been waiting the second longest is Essendon. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, and mm. I, I thought as an Adelaide supporter, mm. your first pick would be Port Adelaide straight off. Oh. Ambivalent. Yeah, ambivalent. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, Port in the middle. Uh, yeah, just whatever with Port. Here's a question uh, but to yeah. float. Yeah. Um, Champy, uh, you can mm. opine on this too, being a, mm. from a two-horse town. Yeah. Mm. Do you find yourself barracking against one of the participants more than you find yourself, um, in terms of mm. passion, barracking for your own mm. team? Mm. So mm. say, uh, I'll mm. just pluck a team out of the blue, Hawthorne. Mm. Mm. If Geelong lose um, but Hawthorne win, mm. I mean, sorry, if Geelong win and Hawthorne lose, mm. I'm happier about Hawthorne losing than Geelong winning. This, this and I've just plucked yeah. that name, yeah, that's just, Ian Buckland, yeah. out of the ether. Yeah, that, that's a hypothetical. That's a hypothetical. <laughs> Did you no. find that with uh, Adelaide and Port Adelaide? No, I, I used to. I started out hating Port, but things soften over time. Well, and, okay. and Port, uh, SA. Non-Port fans warm to Port over the decades well, in Adelaide. That's what I found. Well, Rizzo tells the story about that time of the 2007 Grand Final when he was with you at the Grand Final and all your friends in Adelaide were sending you messages saying, how good is this as Port yeah. went 20 goals behind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can actually, if Port actually make the Grand Final, I can picture champs standing up in his living room with his scarf over his head singing they will never tear us apart you're just going to you're just going to jump on the uh, the teal and silver aren't you champion uh, well i know I, i've really only got one view and that is Geelong and Richmond have had a few flags get rid of them um, well, Richmond are give gone. It to what, well, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get rid of the other one. And uh, Brizzy, yeah, I want the uh, Brizzy. I'm, I'm good for Brizzy. I'm happy with them. Yeah, give them a flag. How long but, have they been waiting anyway? Oh, since oh one oh two oh three. That's yeah. eighteen years. Have he, so say it turned one one every eighteen years in an eighteen yeah. team cup. And yeah. the other thing, invoking a bit of idiot supporter. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I can go for Port because of Travis Boak comes from Torquay. So he's oh. a Geelong boy. Oh, okay. He was fantastic oh, last wasn't night, too, by the way. Gee. Ooh. Talking yeah, about idiot heck. supporter, I can't go for Port oh. because they have Ollie Wines, who's a superstar, and we mm. took Jimmy Tumpus <laughs> instead of Ollie Wines in the draft. So I can't go for Port because every time I see Ollie doing really well, I'm like, oh, he should be playing for Melbourne. But he was pretty good last and, night. And, oh. and I was going to – I said before, if you ask me which player I'd like to have from another team playing for us – I wouldn't mind a Lear, a Lear playing for yeah. this yeah. one. You had him. What happened there? You let him go. Why did you get rid of him? Oh, well, you need nine a Lear, a Lears and another nine a Lear, a Lears in a he's got some, team. He's got some, he's got some superpower. Yeah. Because how many times does the ball go into the opposition forward 50 and he's just standing there on his own? Uh, mm. And can mark it. It's like he knows everything's. It's like he can read the play. Read the play, I know. <laughs> Torchy, you can't say he didn't play like that for us because he, he did. did. <laughs> I think he's. Uh, I think it's a Samson type thing. He's the only player in the league with a uh, mohawk. Oh, yeah. I yes. think there should be more players shaving out the sides, leaving the mohawk mm. on top. 
Mm. Um, and they might play a bit like a Lira Lear. Well, there's a few of them. There's a couple of them. Lever was very good at it a few years ago at the Crows. And, of course, Jeremy uh, McGovern uh, was very good at it at the Eagles. So there's three or four or five or six of those who really (laughs) read the play. Reading the play, they should get more of it into football. They should get players who can do this. And the other thing you uh, you should learn from last night is that if you're short of Ruckman, which I think the dogs were a bit last night, playing their best ruckman in the fall. Even though they had two of them. Yeah. Uh, go over to the West Coast. They've got a couple to get rid of. So you know, Hickey goes to the Swans and Stars, and now Lysette is mm. nearly the best Super. man on the ground last night. And uh, they must yeah. have a few more over there that can't get a game because uh, Nick yeah. Nat takes their opportunity. Well, Lysette did play in a premiership. Yes, true. Yeah. I did look at that last night and yeah. look at myself. For all those midfields that the dogs have got who are very, very good indeed, their key player is Tim English, and yes. he wasn't in the action no. enough, was he? Well, when when you're playing two ruckmen, and this is a bit of serious football talk, you're playing two ruckmen in the one team, and yet Mitch Hannon, former Demon small forward, is going up in the ruck yes. around the ground. <laughs> and at the <laughs> end of the game, I think, I think they had Montempelli in the ruck at one uh, stage. Yes. I for the Dogs, the game might not have been as crucial as all that. Oh, every game's crucial. Perhaps they were just trying a few things. Hey, they've lost the last two. You've got to get back on the winning list. They led all night and then and, got done. And they would have got a home final. They could have played oh. it with the Western Oval. Yeah, yeah don't Well, actually, so. there was some talk they might have gone to Skinner Reserve. That's <laughs> <at laughs> sunshine. <laughs> if you ever had a – remember so long ago up to yes. Skinner Reserve for a practice match? Yeah. They'd be, they'd be terrible. Blokes would get injured. They'd get windblown, you know, sunburned. <laughs> but, of course, when it comes to picking your team to follow in the finals, yes. it's all very well to do it rationally and say I'm going to barrack for Port because <laughs> Travis spoke or whatever but the truth comes out while you're watching the game ah. like I find this with Essendon I'll start off thinking oh, I'll barrack for Essendon in this game and then you don't want him to get that goal you, no. you don't want him to get that clearance and you realise no I really want I, I, I really want them to lose. I got a bit mixed last night when I was looking at it just mm. on pure what I think of the teams, then I started considering the ladder positions and that made it very significant. Ah, What's your big beef with the uh, Bombers? I don't know. Does it go back to 65, does it? It goes back to 65, I think. uh, We've got Dyson Hipple's mum on the program today. And he's an ornament to the game, if ever there was one. There's an early square off. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to say, though, uh, he's been through a bit and... um, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you really wouldn't want to make any derogatory comment no, about no, him. No. But Stringer, that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's playing marvellous oh, football. That, that makes yeah. it worse, doesn't it? <laughs> no, yeah. He's playing well. <laughs> oh. When was the last time he played this well? I think it was 2016 when the Dogs won a flag. Yeah. Uh, we have an early <clears throat> uh, warning for the Premier's press conference today. <clears throat> so a time been announced? A time has been announced, 10.45. Oh, that's so, not far away. Uh, at 10, okay. Before 10.45, if you want to continue listening to the Coulda Beans, we'll continue on through to the news. Uh, just switch over to... ABC Sport on your digital radio or the ABC Sport channel on the ABC Listen app. And that's uh, clearly, again, the lines of communication between this program and the Premier's media office have broken down because that will be slap bang in the middle of our, you know, going up country or talking bush. Yeah. Uh, and I think regional people have got a lot to uh, yeah, they might be interested to... in on this occasion. Yeah, right? they might, yeah. Not considerate of, but look, 
people in the regional areas, there'll be a summary of it in the ABC News. You need, you don't have to. <laughs> but also, and we feel feel for our regional brethren because you know they've had local footy cancelled, brought oh, back no. again, cancelled mm, yeah. again, and now they've been mm. told they can't play overnight. Overnight, mm, yeah. um, you know, there's there's towns that pay play, mm. you know, teams that pay players to come in and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I, I really feel for all yeah. the country footy clubs and all the volunteers out there as well. Well, I was going to say something along the same lines when we got to that segment. But it's, it's been terrific coming uh, spontaneously and from the heart from you, Andy. And, of course, you are from regional Victoria being a Donald boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so the footy and the netball, it's all off, isn't it? And the hockey in some areas, yeah. yeah. It's all off, all, all the local footy. And, and, and in a lot of cases, though, commencing finals. Yes. In fact, Ballerine mm-hmm. League went to the second week of the finals. Oh, really? It was mm-hmm. all set for Barland Heads to play Ocean Grove tomorrow oh, wow. in in another, you know, Battle of the Bridge, Billy. Yeah. Mm. Traditional roles. Mm. Yeah, and, 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 just and, to... and, in fact, the Addy had got the photo of the opposing captains for the back page on of the, the paper today, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Mm. Uh, and a, a brief announcement. Uh, with the uh, Premier's conference coming up, yep. if you do want to hear the Coulda Beans, uh, you can switch over to Radio Russia, I believe, <laughs> will we'll be carrying the Coulda Beans right through. Oh, I thought they might have been taking the press conference, not us. <laughs> um, let's go to... Um, what's on the show today, What's Ian? on the show today, yes. Well, already Billy's uh, given us a heads up that Dyson Heppel's mum and Marie will be joining us in the second hour of the program. It's a, a very irregular segment of say hi to your mum for us. So we'll catch up with her in the first hour. Chance going to sing some songs in a minute. Um, then we'll be uh, talking to Narelle Smith. And she's a, uh, a women's football coaching pioneer. In South Australia. Yeah, yeah. So more from uh, Narell shortly. And as well, Andy, you'll be doing the social media question responses, which we have now said, let us know who you're barracking for or against if your team's out of the finals. And why. And why. Andy will uh, appropriately word that on the, uh, on the Twitter feed. And we'll also be popping up to the offices of uh, outside football here from Sam the Sub. We'll find out what we learned today and talk to you. You'll take some talkback calls as always. So that's what's coming up on the program. Andy, would you like to take a short break? Yes, please. And then we'll hear from champs. When history is made. Over the boundary it goes. And New Zealand are the world test champions. ABC Sport is there. Well, I'm away from one. Get to the way to win a Now I've seen it. Commercial free. Bolton! Oh, wow. On radio, online, and on the ABC Listen app. The Coulda Been Champions! It's your Saturday morning! Good on you, Unc. I was wondering whether the Unc actually should go up to uh, the Treasury place mm-hmm. yeah. and come out, you know, the Premier always starts with, are you good to go? Yeah. Uh, everyone ready, right to go? The young should come in and say, the Premier's press conference. <laughs> it's your place. You won't get him away from the pie warmer here, Cove. <laughs> you won't. Uh, uh, and then Unk can, Unk can give out some Ballantines after. <laughs> to the media. Yeah. I hear something for Jerome. Thanks for coming in, Dan. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming. The, uh, thanks, Jerome. Oh, thanks, Here's the, the Bataki ham. Have we got something for <laughs> Brett? Pack for orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, songs. Um, uh, is that good? A good mic position, Andy? That's beautiful. Delightful, yeah. Gosh, it's good. Okay, uh, Rennie Kanak is a listener who Hello, suggested Ren. this idea. Yeah, he's down. He's on the uh, Bellarine. Rennie, Rennie has called. 
The quiz. The quiz. Yeah. Might have won it. Yeah. 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 Mm. Pretty sure he's in the middle of the Bellarine. Oh. Uh, his idea, uh, we did this together. What's that, Bill? Uh, is she really going out with him? Very good. A Thanks, big brew ha ha and kerfuffle and conniptions at Hawthorne. A big fiasco and imbroglio there as well. Did you see there all that talk about succession plans? Apparently the plan did not turn out so well. Are they really getting rid of him? Are they really gonna let the maestro go? What was that about succession plans? If you don't mind, umpire, something doesn't sound right here. Are they really getting rid of him? Are they really gonna let the maestro go? What was that about succession plans? If you don't mind, umpire, something doesn't sound right here. That's a fun little riff to play. Yeah, I changed the key because it's getting too high for the old voice, uh, Billy. Well, uh, uh, and that, Andy's that Andy's in line to uh, succeed Richo uh, eventually, but I think you'll be about you'll be about fifty six, fifty seven, I think by then, Andy. So yeah, it's 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 like the uh, deal that the MCC has with the state government to host the grand final. You know, we're looking we're looking at least thirty eight, thirty nine years into the future. It just gets an, a year added on every year. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it reminds one of Prince Charles waiting for yeah. his gig mm. with the with the British royalty. Uh, he's been waiting a while. Richard what? Evans, you go on. No, no, it's all right. Uh, so I want to point out to you, chaps, that I often in the past have done four ditties in each hour, mm-hmm. and this year, week uh, is eight fresh ditties, eight oh, new wow. ones. Terrific. Cool. No heritage, but, you know, uh, some weeks you don't find um, a lot of big things, but this week, Every idea looks good uh, from the listener. Richard Evans suggested this. This is a rework. Eddie Betts, Bakahooli, Sean McKernan, Paul Jong, Jared Harbrow, Levi Casbolt, Levi Greenwood and Chris Main. Zach Smith, Daniel Talia, David Asprey, Tom Rockliffe Got the best out of themselves Got the best out of themselves Kale Hooker and Mark Murphy And the other Tommy Lynch Got the best out of themselves Got the best out of themselves Yes, and over there at Docker's Land I say it too At Reese Conquer there as well Got the best out of themselves 
got the best out of themselves. Oh, oh yeah. And another who just got the best out of himself, umpiring his last game last weekend, Dean Margetts. Yes. <clears throat> and we have a message on the SMS from Peter in Karenyup who wants us to confirm whether Dean Margetts awarded his last ever free kick not to the Eagles. <laughs> But to the Dockers. <laughs> uh, Daniel uh, Talia and Tom Lynch, that's a couple of big departures big from Adelaide. Big outs, well, I don't think it's over for them yet, though. There's a possibility they could end up somewhere yeah. else, champs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah well, uh, in Talia's case, yes, he had a foot thing that kept him out all year. Mm. Uh, and, yes, he's been an All-Australian, perhaps twice. And in uh, Tommy Lynch's case, yeah, he was out half a year. And when he came back, boy, did he brighten up the... The linking between the mids and the forwards. He, he was the one player watching as a Nuffy Melbourne supporter. Uh, th- got me thinking, oh, they're going to do it to us again last weekend. Yeah. We're going to get beat by the Crows again. He would play he quite was, well. It was up and about early, Andy. Yes, he most certainly was, champs. He, he certainly uh, was. You didn't put Alistair Clarkson in the song there, champs. Oh, well, I was players there, but he, don't worry. He's got two songs of his own today. Oh, right. Did you have Sean Burgoyne in there? Oh, how did I miss Sean Burgoyne? Well, I you didn't. I missed him, but I got you know. I got a. You got a lot 15. of others. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you do Clark Owen Burgoyne on their own. Did you? Well, have, yes. Did you have Carlisle in there? No. Well, no, because he wasn't in the list I read. But no, he's no, still no. playing, isn't he? No, no, he's given it no, away. He's given, given it away, it away. As, immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's not playing today. He, has, he hasn't been offered a, a new contract. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. He's got a back problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, want a few more names, champs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we another another verse. <laughs> well, I got two more songs here for you. Right, right. R- uh, Rob Scriven or Scriven, um, uh, we suggested this. We did this. Man buns. All I see is man buns All over my TV What would Hafey say? Man buns Some disport them proudly Net 5 Brody Grundy And some are dead set weird Trend of 2021 Do they get Brownlow votes? Mullets Mullets worn with shave size Bailey, Smith and Draper What will come up next? Man buns Even girls wear man buns In the women's footy What a funny world Well, the... Man bun has been with us for a while now. Billy, what year was it when you actually had your hair put into a man bun 
at our grand final OB. Must have been four years ago, I think, Kobe. I think it was 2015. Was that when you said, if Hawthorne make the grand final, I'll get a man bun? (laughs) I think that's right, Ian. Thanks for the reminder. Was it that long ago, Andy, 2015? Yeah, it was 2015. It was the last time Hawthorne made a grand final. Mm. Um, I think you you, uh, got onto the topic that I think is the hair trend, which is horrible for 2021, and that is the shaved out sides over the ears. Mm. And I've seen Mm. young men walking around uh, Melbourne who obviously Mm. are influenced by the footballers. Mm. Are, are young mm. men allowed to walk around the streets of Melbourne? Well, no. <laughs> yeah, they are. They, but, they can get their two hours of exercise. <laughs> to show off their haircuts. Yeah. Mm. Well, Andy, you know, it's a free world, and if that's the way they want to express themselves, there are worse crimes mm. out there, that, you know. I was, I was thinking, champs, that GWS might be the clubhouse leader with the most man buns in the team. <laughs> oh, 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 Actually, you mentioned, that's another reason oh. to get behind them. <laughs> you mentioned Brody Grundy, champs. I think he's mm. had a haircut. He yes, he has now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he did have mm. perhaps the best one at Going around at, at the time. Him and uh, Josh Nathan Bruce. What about Josh Bruce? Nathan Fife? Yeah. Oh, the Riverboat Gambler. The Riverboat Gambler. Josh Bruce. <laughs> One more? Yep. Yes, please. Uh, Richard Godsmith has been sending a few from Murrabark. Hey, uh, this idea, we did this together. Look, he's taken Baby Please Don't Go Again. So you get it, uh, you've got it a bit lately. Toby, do not go. Toby, do not go On a Monday night To the legal fight You done wrong, you know It's a big no-no Keep your elbows down Keep your elbows down Keep your elbows down Lower to the ground If you want to stick around Just keep them down You only got two weeks So you got two weeks well, you got two weeks, you've been up before You'll be up some more, do you know what for? Toby, do not try The don't argue Toby, do not try The don't argue It don't work for you, so think it through Toby, do not go Toby, do not go on a Monday night to the legal fight You done wrong, you know it's a big no-no Toby, do not go Two down to one? Or? Yeah, he got two down to one, yep. but uh, that's talking about the appeal, oh. I think. All right. So is he playing oh. this weekend? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, so. Simon, they're your, they're yeah, your yeah, they're club. my team. Yes, Toby yeah. will be playing. And who are they playing? Uh, they're playing... Who are they playing, George? George, get the paper out. George, <laughs> look, I've, I haven't actually started barracking for them yet. I'm waiting till mm. the... They're playing the Blues. Okay. I, I Sunday notice, night, I'll start barracking for the Giants. I did notice that mm. their captain is an emergency this week, so... Uh, Andy. Cornelio. Andy, yeah. uh, uh, as Simon likes the Giants song so much, can you please take us, uh, sing it for us, because you do it so well. There's a big, big sound in the west of the town. It's the sound of the mighty giants. <laughs> Keep going. No, no, no one wants to hear me. I love the cabaret version. Yeah. I love the way you make giants a little bit blue. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's a, that's a uh, yeah. 
Simon, that's yeah. uh, at his party piece because he does cabaret it. Oh, beautiful. Well, you know their nearest leagues club is Rudy Hill. There so he's go. just he's injected <laughs> a bit of Rudy Hill into the song. The other teams are quicker. <laughs> See for the, the Giants. giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is fantastic. My so, friend Nigel taught me that one chance. So, uh, Champy. Yeah. Is the, yep. is the sample still going or are they up to finals? Okay. They've split the round this, uh, over this weekend and next, mm. and I was going to prospect today um, to see Norwood at North, and it's not until next week. And, you know, we got a message a few weeks ago that, that uh, Barry Robbins sits in the outer with a couple of mates on a, on a little stool due to a dodgy ankle. Well, I'll be going to prospect and I'll be looking for Barry and I'll be giving him the could-have-beens love. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, when you do find Barry... Can you get a selfie with him and send it to Andy to put on our social what media? A good idea. Oh yeah, he's good our favourite Barry. And uh, oh, you, got, you got a copy of the book to give to him? Got it yesterday. Right, yeah. okay. opening bat, gentlemen's and, eleven. Barry and, and one more question, champs: Is there a lot of excitement about the possibility that the granny will be played in Adelaide this year? I don't say. get out enough to find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, before we go to our next segment. Uh, Covey, we be- mm. must remind everyone the Victorian COVID update is imminent. Mm. In a couple of minutes, 10.45, it's going to go to air. Uh, sometimes it goes a couple of minutes later. But if you want to keep listening to the Coulda Beans, switch over to ABC Sport on your digital radio or the same channel, ABC Sport, on the ABC Listen app on your smartphone. Thank you, Andy. And so, uh, champs, uh, you're on notice to catch up with Barry Robin at Prospect next weekend. Yeah, more songs the next hour. And if you do want to send a song to Champs, just go to the Could Have Beans website and there's a link there that says send the songs to Greg. And uh, as you pointed out, eight freshies this week, four in the first hour, four coming up in the second hour of the program. Thank you, Champy. Thanks, Gregory. Yeah, no worries, Cove. Um, <laughs> Four ditties in one hour. The 20 right. cents, just the last one dropped through the meter, code. Oh, just he didn't press button B. <laughs> I, I heard where uh, Telstra are going to make phone calls free from phone boxes, aren't I, they? I turned his fader off. Oh, did you? That was on me. He can go to the phone box right. at Other the corner of well. street. Free yeah. calls at the phone box. Yeah. Well, there's a... A song suggestion. And no more having to stick an icy pole stick in it, Billy. <laughs> no. To make it work. Or turn the receiver upside down <laughs> and yell into the earpiece. Oh, yeah. I, I bet that. you you're one of those blokes who they used to have a phone book in the, and you'd rip out the page that everybody else needed. Not one of those blokes, all of those blokes. <laughs> <laughs> you're with the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio, on ABC Radio Melbourne uh, and throughout Victoria uh, and all over Australia, and if not the world. And we're going across the border. I think we can do this on the radio, maybe not in the car, mm-hmm. to talk to our next guest, Narelle Smith, who I mentioned at the top of the program is a coaching pioneer. She's the new Sanful W head coach of the Woodville West Torrens women's side. And so we say good morning to Narelle Smith. Welcome to the Coulda Beans. Morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good, Narelle. Good. Oh, we're not really, but, you know, <laughs> we've got the footy. Yeah, look, I'm hoping that press brings you some good news at 10.45, but mm. uh, fingers crossed. Well, it's good news with you. We're just mentioning how you've been appointed head coach of Woodville West Torrens, and you don't come to that job uh, without some bit of background because you were the assistant coach of Adelaide's AFLW side, Narelle. Yeah, that's right. Three years with the Crows, um, you know, uh, working with uh, Matt Clark and 
um, you know, some really good coaches down there and obviously we had a fair bit of success and 2019 was an exciting, exciting year, really hard to replicate. But, um, yeah, look, come out of that program, uh, um, pretty well-rounded is, is how I describe myself. And um, Woodville, uh, Wedge Torrens, Sample W side finished on the bottom of the ladder, so um, good challenge for me. Yes, a real good challenge. How, how do you propose to turn that uh, around, Darrell? Have you had a, a look at their list and have you got a pool of players out there to draw from that could boost your chances? Yeah, look, I, I think we're not too far away from uh, turning the corner pretty quickly. I, I think, um, you know, the one thing that uh, might get missed um, with coaching sometimes is just, just getting the basics right, like working on fundamentals and doesn't matter... What level you're at, you just need to get that right, and and then if you can get that right, then you can start to try and move the ball the way you want to move it. And um, yeah. I think if we tidy that stuff up, um, we'll get uh, very good very quickly. Is uh, what's happening in my mind. And of course, uh, another important part of your job is to instil confidence in the players as well. So uh, you're well practiced in that, and I think this is a terrific um, uh, portent for the future. Uh, to actually have a, a, a woman coaching a woman's team um, in the comp. How many women coaches are there across that comp, uh, Narelle? Yeah, there's myself and one other. Um, and I, I actually replace uh, a woman, which I always think um, is a really good sign of a club that, um, you know, they can, can have a female coach that um, might not have been uh, ready or developed enough to actually take a team well. Mm, yeah. um, and then I suppose the knee-jerk reaction may be to replace that person with a male that um, in their minds might have a, a better opportunity or better experience to actually take that team further. But sometimes that's not always the case. So I feel like Woodville West Torrens have been really brave in um, giving me that role and Hopefully, uh, you know, that can filter up to the, the likes of the ASLW. And, of course, St Kilda were leaders That's in right. this field. Bill Peter uh, over here with Peter Sell, who yeah. is, um, she's, she's not going to be coaching next year, but they were the first. And Beck Goddard, I think, has taken over at Hawthorne. Narelle, what's your own uh, story in, in AFL? Did you play yourself or how did, how did you what, – what's the Narelle story? Yeah, so I started uh, in my junior years when I was 26. So, you know, uh, started as a young fella. And, um, <laughs> so what did you play before that? You must have played something before. Yeah, I played oh, everything. I was, I was a jack of all trades, basically. Yeah, played yeah. netball, basketball, softball, squash, you name it, anything I'd have a go. Yep. Um, so you started yeah. at 26. You hadn't played any AFL at all before then? No, I hadn't played. Uh, well, there was no AFL because no. uh, I'm, I'm I'm a young I'm a young fifty one. <laughs> so um, you know there was no opportunity for girls to play footy. And um, but I was very much involved uh, at recess and lunch on the on the oval. So um, I'm a left footer. So uh, you know I could kick well when I first started, which you know is straight back to that fundamentals. If you can kick, you can normally play okay. So. I ended up playing about 130 games. Um, you know, I was in, oh, gosh, I think I won seven premierships. Um, yeah, I won four in a row, actually, with the Edwardstown uh, Football Club back in the uh, mid to late 90s. So it was a different game back then. It was very much bash and crash, and the strongest kind of people would win. So 
um, yeah, it was uh, the time that, that and the style of footy and no different to the men. We've moved a bit forward from them now. Mm. We're talking to Narelle Smith on the Could Have Been Champions, and I might just remind you that now's a good time if you want to Ring in for the quiz. Andy standing by to take your calls and line you up. one three hundred triple two seven seven four for the quiz. one three hundred triple two seven seven four. Ring now. Billy Baxter, you have a question? Yeah. Um, uh, Woodville West Torrens, uh, the Eagles, are they not? Yes, they are. What are your colours, Narelle? Uh, we're... Now, I don't want to get this wrong because <laughs> I, I, I know that um, it's an amalgamated club oh, of, yeah. the, mm. of the Woodville... Um, Warriors uh-huh. and the uh, the West Torrens Eagles they were so it's blue gold and green. That sounds um, right. But you know there's some diehard um, Woodville fans and West Torrens fans that are very particular about their colours. So um, I'm very wary to make sure that we include yeah. everyone. Well, you you don't want to wrong side them, and <laughs> I think um, yeah. uh, as we're talking uh, about progressive. Um, um, role playing for women in in this previously male dominated sport. Uh, the Eagles have a female president in Christine Williams as well. Oh, she's an absolute perler. Um, she uh, runs water for any grade all weekend. I've seen Jeez. her do reserves and league back to back, and she just absolutely adores the club. And um, you know, but she's a, a really solid decision maker too. You know, I've sat down with her and spoken about how we can. Um, help our the, the female athletes um, in regards to their leadership qualities, and and she's really open to that oh, a, about helping the girls get a leg up, and it's just great. That's so terrific. Oh, we want to see Jeff Kennett running the water for Hawthorne. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we'll put the challenge to him. Yeah. Hey, um, I've got a, a great um, nickname for your team uh, for next year. What about Narelle's Bells? <laughs> Oh look! If you, if you want to run with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna say give it a give it a crack. It'd, it'd look great on a uh, World War One fighter plane, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would indeed. Yeah. With every scalp you get, we put a, a rubber stamp on, on the, the side, side of the plane, plane for a scalp. Oh, I love it! Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Narelle, um, was you mentioned at the outset that you know it's the new Sandful W. So is, is this the first time that, that the South Australian National Football League for Women has got a club? or a team is aligned with every existing Sandful club? No, I think uh, the Eagles came in three years ago. So I think it, okay. like the, the comp actually started five years ago. So, yep. um, yeah, I think every club was in by um, year three, if not year four. I'm, I, I'm not, I can't say that for sure, but yep. they, they made sure that it was really quick. Yep, yep. And, of course, we've seen recently at the AFL level, it's now going to have a, 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 a club's going to have a, a women's team with each of the eighteen, with Sydney, Essendon, Hawthorne, and Port Adelaide mm. coming into the mix. Uh, you, you didn't have any interest in perhaps taking on the Port Adelaide AFLW job, did you, Narelle? Oh, look, that's obviously my my uh, aim is to be an yep. AFLW senior yep. coach, and um, I think uh, you know I'll be a bit, little bit cliche here and say you just wait for that opportunity to arise, and you know give it your best shot, and hopefully uh, you're the preferred candidate. Mm. In the meantime, your challenge is to um, get the uh, Eagles up the ladder. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I, I really want to help female athletes that want to play AFLW in South Australia. That's my um, – I'm South Australian through and through, and um, I really want to help them get ready for, you know, when their opportunity comes and, and the draft when there's two teams, and, and, and hopefully I can 
impact in that area too. Great. Uh, we, our notes here, Narelle, say that you're a detective uh, senior sergeant in the South Australian Police. Perhaps uh, coaching Port Adelaide might be a conflict of interest. <laughs> <laughs> I might leave that one line, I think. Well, we, we spoke a few years ago to Shane Allen. Yes, former, yeah, I know Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah former Adelaide star, kicked five in a grand final, and he was stationed at Port Adelaide. Oh, gosh, that, maybe they should have drafted him instead of the Crows. <laughs> well, he, he, he said it was interesting times working down the port. Yeah, look, um, I, I feel like um, most states have, uh, you know, their... Um, suburbs that provide some challenges, and I, I think it, it's everywhere. <laughs> oh, yes, well, beautifully handled. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, what, what, mind you, if Port go on to win the flag, oh, yeah, it'll be a hot, hot time, time in the old town. town. <laughs> oh, gee, they looked good last night, didn't yeah, they? Didn't they? They did indeed, yeah. Yeah, they've got that monkey off their bat, beating a top four side. Yep, mm. for sure. So, no, no, you're done. Well, Narell, uh, when, when, are you in training at the moment already, or what, what's happening for? No, we're doing we're doing risk management at the moment yep. and doing a review of uh, the program that has been in the past and just trying to uh, work out how we move forward and um, and then we'll hopefully head into pre season in about early November. Okay, mm. well, good luck with that. Great to uh, have you join us this morning on yeah. the Could Have Been Champions, and we'll follow your progress with interest. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, I really appreciate the call. And, no and uh, just let you know that Greg Champion, of course, a member of our um, team. Mm-hmm. He's back living in Adelaide now. Oh, beautiful. Would you better like... get out to some Sample W games. <laughs> yes, we, we, could also, we can give you a name and address if you need to go around and perhaps have a chat to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get some tips. <laughs> uh, uh, great. Good on you, Narelle. And uh, Thanks, guys. all best the best wishes. with uh, Woodville West Torrens women's side in the Sample W. Yeah. Uh, Yes, very diplomatic uh, response. Oh, yes, she uh, handled it very well. Very Definitely. good. There'd be a spot for her in police PR, I'd say. <laughs> it's time for the quiz on the Could Have Been Champions. And I've just got my quiz page open. I can see the uh, calls on the board there. We've got them hither and thither. one three hundred triple two seven seven four. That number's still the same, isn't it, Billy? It hasn't changed. one three hundred triple two seven seven four. taking all calls from all around Victoria. And today... Even I, Torquay. I thought today we'd uh, do a bit of um, a retrospective of the year and I flipped through the book to pick out some questions that have been asked oh, over the course of the year. that's a good idea. And so it's really a case of last round. Have you been paying attention? Oh, okay. During the course of the year, how much questions would you write in a year? Well, probably uh, on average eight or nine a. a about eight. There's eight a week. About 160. You did. You did a few yourself. Yeah. I'm drawing on some of yours as well. Probably. Oh, jeez. Uh, I thought. Have you been paying attention? It's a good name for a segment or a show. I know that would be a good idea. It'll never get off the ground, Orville. Okay, um, and. Funnily enough, I reckon way back on the uh, 13th of March, first show of the year, mm-hmm. our first caller of the year was Jared in Errol Street. Would that be correct, Jared? Morning, Cooters. Delighted to be with you on this fantastic... What a day here in Melbourne. Yes. yes. Indeed, what yeah. a shame there's no footy to go to. Yes, and I, I just must admit, I've crossed the border. I've gone from North Melbourne. I'm getting a coffee in Ligon Street. Oh, careful. No, it's within yeah. no, the 5K. No, that'd be 5K. Yeah, that'd yeah. be right. Uh, I reckon you might have been our first contestant for the year, Jared. Uh, I, I, I hope I've got a good memory, Coach. Anyway, here's uh, way back in the first show, Billy actually asked this question. 
and he was talking about how Lockie Neal had won the Brownlow the previous year, being 2020. Who ran second to Lockie Neal in last year's Brownlow? Oh, it might have been a Port Adelaide player, was it? It was a Port Adelaide. I bet so I'll give you a clue. He was playing last night for Port Adelaide. Um, young Wines? No. No, it, oh. no. 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 I thought your cellar would have old wines in it. <laughs> I've really enjoyed the year, boys. Thank you. And and what You're a shame welcome. we didn't get to uh, r- bring back the 40th anniversary of the Windsock breakfast um, oh, when Ge- Essendon hot. journeyed down to Geelong. Uh, well, well, we'll, we'll make it. At some stage. Thank you. Good on you, Jared, in uh, Errol Street. Dominic is in Bentley. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Dominic. Can you put me at the back of the list? Because I just rang up so I could keep listening to you while the conference was on. Oh, haven't you got the app? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Uh, who ran second in last year's Brownlow to Lockie Neal? It's a Port Adelaide player who was playing last night, and he played very well last night too. Travis Spoke. Travis Spoke? That's yep. correct. Yeah, yeah. He's in terrific form. And he might be a chance of winning it this year. Yeah, well, he's up and about. Mm. Um, in the fourth show of the year, yeah. the question was asked uh, of um, Brisbane Lions' Zach Bailey, what is his nickname? Is it Bales, Zaxter or Rat? Rat. Rat is correct. So you were listening back, in, um, back uh, on the 3rd of April. That was asked. A couple of weeks later, I asked how many times... He was a guest on our show that day was Peter Hudson. Mm. How many times did Peter Hudson kick 10 goals in a match, VFL match? Was it 6, 9 or 12 times? I'd say 6. Mm, you'd be incorrect. Oh, Bad luck, God. Dominic. We will put you back on hold, though, Dominic. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, good on you, Dom. Um, <clears throat> Uh, one three hundred triple two seven seven four. Let's go to uh, Hayden. Hayden's in Wonga Park. Good morning, Hayden. Morning, champs. Oh, g'day, Hayden. How are you? Good. You've been on before. Yes, it's actually my third time. Oh, now, good. Oh, how'd you go the previous two times? Well, the last time I didn't get one correct, and the last time before that, I almost won it. Oh, oh wow. well, third time lucky, perhaps. Yeah. How many times did Peter Hudson kick 10 goals in a match? We've ruled out six. Was it nine or 12? Nine. Oh, look, you've fallen at the first hurdle today. Come on, come on. Bad luck. It'd be very nice in Wonga Park today, though. Yeah, you might see Sheeds walking around out there. He's out that way, isn't he? Um, Okay, let's go to uh, Hayden. Oh, just don't Hayden. Sorry, Hayden. Let's go to Bendigo, to Eli in Bendigo. Hello, Eli. Good morning. Big loud voice. Hello. Yep. You're on the air. Big loud voice, Eli. Hello. How are you, Eli? Good. Right. Uh, Can you confirm that Peter Hudson kicked 10 goals on 12 occasions? Uh, 12. Yes, that's right, 12. (laughs) Um, uh, Now let's go to uh, round eight. When I we looked at all the players who wear number one, who do you barrack for, Eli? Collingwood. Who wears number one at Collingwood? Joe Yeah, well, okay, I'll give you that. I had no idea, so thank you for telling me. <laughs> um, I was going to ask it. Right, we'll go. We'll move on to um, now. Melbourne's on top. Are they on top of the ladder, Andy? Or they will be if they win tonight. <coughs> Premiership favourites, Melbourne. 
I think Port's now the favourite. Yeah, uh, Port's on top. Anyway, this is a great turnaround. How many games did Melbourne win last year? Did they win five, seven or nine? Nine. They won nine games last year, and this year they're already up to 16 and a half. Wow. Yeah. They're very good, the Ds. Uh, you're going well here, Eli. Back uh, in the 15th uh, program of the year, Billy asked this question when I was away. He asked about Brad Hardy, who won the Brownlow medal in 1985. And Billy asked, what was unique about Brad Hardy's Brownlow win? Was it A, it was his first season in the VFL, B, he only played one match for the year, or C, he wore his football shorts backwards? <laughs> he wore his football shorts backwards? <laughs> uh, uh, did he, Billy? No, he didn't. No, he, no, he didn't. No, that, was a, that was a trick. Trick question. It was a trick, but he came. I'll give you a second chance. See, I think Eli might have been thinking he took a selfie and everything comes out uh, reversed. Yes. Was it, it was his first season in the in the VFL, that's correct. Who's that laughing in the background there? It's mum. It's me, yes, it's mum. Hey, if we ever get back on the live circuit, you've got a free ticket to every show we do. So you can just sit down the front, front and laugh yeah. at everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's good having a laugh. Um, does Eli know who was the first coach of the Gold Coast Suns? He's a former West Coast Eagles star. And premiership player. And premiership player. Captain. Yeah, multiple choice. Yeah, I'll give you multiple choice. Was it Guy McKenna, John Worsfold, or Glenn Jakovic? Jakovic. No, no, Jack has been busy in the media, hasn't been able to make it. But I'll make you the winner anyway, and you can give your prize to your mum, okay? Stay on the line, Eli, and we'll get your details and we'll send you the prize as our winner because I can hear the music coming up behind yes. me. Yes. Which means we're about to go to the news and uh, we'll be back with more Coulda Beans in the second hour, including talking to Dyson Heppel's mum, Anne-Marie. Stay tuned. Yeah. Full length this morning. May as well. (laughs) Welcome back to the Could Have Been Champions. If you're uh, with us through some electronic means, we are through ABC Radio in Melbourne. Well, you might be listening to the podcast. You might be listening to the podcast. You might be picking us up on the app that Andy outlined. Uh, In fact, Andy's just gone for, for a moment to just. Stoke the fire and send up a few more smoke signals. Yep. We're doing the show by smoke signal. Um, I'm Ian Cove. Good morning again to you, Torch McGee. Yes, good morning, Cove, and to nobody out there. <laughs> uh, Billy Baxter. 
Hello, boss. Hello, colleagues. Hello, uh, listeners. Simon Whelan. Good morning, everyone. Simon. Yep. GWS Giants. GWS. Yep. Whelan. Yep. It's a big, big sound From in the, the west, west of the, of the town. town. And that's the of the girls going <laughs> That's Andy Valers out there. Good Hello. Demons Hello, fan. Andy. Very David excited. Valles. Now, um, we're going to go to the social media responses in a moment. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we'll be talking to... Narelle? No, Anne-Marie no, Anne Dyson's mum. And then Champs will belong to sing some more songs and... I got on the line to Eli, who won the quiz to get his name and address so we can send a prize out to him. And Andy was saying you had contact from a listener that won a prize once before. Is that correct? No, no, not someone who won a prize once before. We had a call from Sharon yeah. to let us know that um, her three grandchildren, Lucy, Patrick and Maeve, yes. are all huge fans of the show. They're uh, twins who are five, and oh, I great. think Lucy might be seven. So who says that this show is only listened to by... Old goats. Exactly, well, but she did tell me that. I think it's only listened to by people with the mental age under seven, <laughs> which gives us both demographics. But they, uh, the family, they, they always insisted, the kids always insisted on listening to one of Champs's song CDs in the car any time they were travelling. Oh, I said, oh, do you remember which one it was? She said, oh, it was a very old one. It had Dermot Barrett and his a hood on it. <laughs> well, that was a cassette. Well, yes. no, I think it was made into a CD. Yes. But a couple of weeks ago, the family car was stolen oh. and uh, the, the most disappointing thing was that they lost the CD. Oh, shame. For Lucy, Patrick did, and Maeve. So did they get the car back? No, I think it was uh, rendered undrivable. Oh, and the CD gone or CD gone. destroyed? I think it got the CD was no. the one thing that the uh, the robbers took out no. for their own personal no uh, enjoyment. Have you, have you got the the uh, lonely bull music there that you could put on? I don't know. I'll find it. I don't know what that is. Just a bit of lonely bull. Well, if one of our callers who rings in regularly has that CD, perhaps he could pass it back to us. He's got a couple of thousand. If you can find the lonely bull, uh, Andy. Hello, world. <laughs> I'm John Laws. This was Lawsy's theme, yeah, and he would come on and say, "Right, what were those kids' names again?" Uh, Lucy, Patrick, and Maeve. Okay, Lucy, Patrick, Maeve. We're going to get you that CD back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyone listening out there? We're going to get you a CD. We're going to send it to you. <laughs> we do that here every day on the program. We make people happy. We can't get you the car, but we'll get you the CD back. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm well, John Laws. Hello, world. That's nice of us to uh, give them a, a CD. That's well, lovely. Well, well, Greg's going to. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably got a few in his garage. Yeah. Uh, so, so Andy. Yes, Andy. Si. Who are the listeners going to barrack for in the finals? Uh, so they're all barracking for the demons. Oh. oh very good. No, then. The, the ones you've selected. Yes. Wayne is barracking for the lions. Yep. Keith is barracking for the storm. Oh yes, See, I'm barracking for the storm too. Oh, the storm—they just make it every year. Are they're they just nineteen in a row or something. Yep. If they win nineteen this week, in a row, they're, yeah. they're playing the Eels, the, the mighty Parramatta. If yeah. they beat them this week, they get twenty in a row and break the record. Wow. How um, how many um, premierships did they get taken off them? Two, I think. Two. Mm. So, Andy, any reasons? Uh, and I, th- I n- no, no reasons just yet. But mm. I have I have received communication that your John Lawsian. Um, Hello, world. Tribute to yeah. those three children in Bendigo has already reaped the rewards. Mm. Champs has sent them some CDs. See, that's what we do on this program. Yes, we get results straight away. We do. We do. 
<laughs> when did Lawsy get an American accent, by the way? Hello, world. Uh, okay, Jane is going to be barracking for the Swans because her Sydney lockdown family needs something to look forward to. Oh, and she Janie. adds an addendum, ABG, anyone but Geelong. Mm. As a Saints supporter, need I say more? Yep. Shane's gone similar with ABGWS, anyone but the GWS. Oh. Luke will be barracking for Port Adelaide because another premiership in teal, white and black will hopefully keep their minds off wearing black and white. Yeah. That's a big issue. Carrie's got to get onto that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Andrew likes cheese boards, therefore Melbourne, and thinks the Yu Yangs are overrated, therefore not Geelong. Yep. Uh, Martin, because we're going to finish ninth again, he's barracking for the Ds because it's definitely their turn to hold the urn. Well, thank you. Mm. Oh, sorry, that's... Marin, Marin, maybe. To hold, to hold the tea urn. Hold the urn. The huh? urn, the, the cup. The cup. The okay. cup. Uh, Scott, two of Scott's best friends are D supporters, and he would dearly love to see them get up for his two good mates. They're a highly entertaining team to play, uh, to watch play, but Scott's a Bomber supporter, so he still has to hope for the Baby Bombers Mark II to go all the way. Mm-hmm. There you go. Phineas is barracking against the Cats for Covey and Billy. They do it for me with the Hawks. That's fair enough, Finn. Uh, yep, fair cop. Yeah, Joseph is going to be barracking for GWS and Essendon. They're very interesting teams, says Joseph, and he got them at very long odds with bets, bets, bet. <laughs> oh, they pay out. They yeah. do. They pay Have they out paid out on the grand final yet? <laughs> Already. They've paid out on all eight teams <laughs> in the grand final. And even St Kilda. Yes. Yeah, they paid out on St Kilda. Oh, we did have a very uh, amusing text message. Um, where is it? Uh, uh, uh from Jerry in Hoppers Crossing, who mm. lets us know that if Saints win by 180, Collingwood beat Essington by 156, and the Eagles win by less than 60, the Saints finish eighth. It's the hope that kills you, says Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it is mathematically possible. It is. It is, yep. Uh, Giggs mm. says if the dogs are out of it, he'll be barracking for the Ds and then hoping for Saints and Frio flags in the next two years. Why? Because this would mean Carlton have the longest extant premiership drought. That's got to be good for footy. <laughs> <laughs> Great Thanks, to be using Giggs. the word extant. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Chappie said, as a Saints man, I have two wishes every year. The first, that the Saints raise the cup. And the second, and of equal importance, the Bombers don't win a game. Mm. They have. Yeah, I don't know. Why have we got it in for the Bombers? Mm. 65, Must maybe. Mm. Well, it's because they I look like, like us. Yes. Well, I, when, they wear, I, when they wear the I away shorts. I wouldn't be supporting any team that's beaten us in a grand final. No, of course not. So that means it's probably GWS. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I can't. Uh, the way that Essendon bullied and beat up on us in 2000, the last time we made a grand final, Essendon am I, yeah, mm. number one to miss, hopefully. Yes. Uh, Anthony said, Brisbane to delight Stan the statistician by having a coach in Chris Fagan who didn't play in the AFL or VFL mm. and he's over 60, mm. becoming the premiership mentor. He'll be, he'll be in an exclusive club. He will. Yeah. All by himself. Mm. Mm. Uh, Sean said he's barracking for the West Coast today. It's the only way the Swans and the Ghouls can meet in the grand final. Wouldn't the Southerners like that? <laughs> <laughs> Almost happened in 2016, didn't it? It did, mm. yes. Uh, Slacker Nation said that Crows fans are getting behind Port, Boke is a class act, and South Australia could do with a flag. It's been too long. That's very magnanimous of you, yeah. Slacker Nation. Yeah, what, what is it, 20 years for Port something no, like that? No, no, Port, 2004. Four. Four. Well, yeah. that's getting yeah. to 20. 17. Yeah. Tep said, true to my team, I will not 
be barracking for any finals team who defeated us during the year. <laughs> that means I will be barracking for no one. <laughs> <laughs> who, did, who does that person barrack for? Doesn't say, but I'm guessing North maybe. Yeah, North. yeah that's a, that's easier. Good form, not barracking. They beat us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Although if they do win, you say, well, well yeah, 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 they must be good. They beat us. Mm. Uh, Tom said f- he's barracking for Melbourne because they are so much like Fitzroy were and against Port Adelaide because Fitzroy made room for them in the competition when the AFL said you could have no more than 16 teams. Not that I'm bitter at all. Mm. Mm. No. Oh, yeah, I can see he's put that behind him. Mm. <laughs> Mal said uh, his memory of Kale Hooker was wearing his name tag at a Brownlow medal night at the G and having to chase Buddy Franklin through the dining room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's coming back to me now. By the way, I was a guest, not a member, mm. says Mal. It's always the guest that caused trouble. Yeah. Well, Mal, my memory of it is when I got press-ganged into carrying, I think it was the um, Nick Rewalt or the, the might have been Brad Johnson name tag wearer off around, the off the ground, around the members' dining room, and he was a very large man. <laughs> So yeah, we all we all have to suffer for mm. our um, enjoyment, for our art. Yes, indeed. Mm. Uh, Macca said, "Has to be the Godies for the old, long-suffering mates. Wouldn't mind seeing Bill, Dave, and Pete carrying on over their demons." So mm. yeah, thanks, gee, Macca. I'd have to say the D's are getting a very good run. I think they will. But there are a lot of people that can't stand them. I get a lot of people saying, any, mm, couldn't stand there's, a, there's a number of them, and it might just be me hearing things that aren't actually being said. There's a number of them in the television commentary who don't like them, and always they seem to uh, delight in any time that Melbourne and I, does something wrong or gets a free kick against I think there's them. a lot of them in the members who don't barrack for Melbourne. Who, yes. So when they're in the members, they cop members who are Melbourne supporters, and mm. it gets a bit too much well, for it them. Is, our ground. <laughs> Any more? Or is that yeah, a last one from yep. Trav. Uh, Trav's barracking for the Aussies in the Ashes. Mm. Has there been a football season? I haven't seen anything about Carlton winning, oh, so it mm. must have been cancelled this year. And there's another man too. Yes, well, it could be a coaching oh, job oh, coming up there. The uh, jungle drums are beating. Would Clarko put his hand up for that one, you did, Yeah, well, did, did he, well, that'd be revolutionary. Did, did he get the full support of the board or the, uh, just the full support of the press release put out by the CEO? Uh, I think he got the full support. I don't think the ba- the board has spoken, have they? No, I think it was yeah, the press release. Press from the CEO saying what a mm. good jo- good job Justin Lang is doing. Well, they did have some line in it about, and he is contracted to the middle of next year. <laughs> right. They yeah. love that one. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so contracts never been broken, have they? So that no, no, especially coaching think, ones. But they, but they could come from other sports because I note that cricket Victoria this week appointed as the sort of uh, coach of their oh, women's cricket. He- head of women's cricket. Head of yeah. women's cricket, mm. Sherelle McMahon. Yes. Uh, Well-known Aussie. champion cricketer. At netball oh, sorry, superstar. Netball. Yeah, netball. Sherelle, so uh, there you go. Think outside. The... Well, I think Andy Collins was down there at one time too, ex-Hawthorne doing work with Cricket Victoria. So Guy McKenna was working in the coaching pathways, under 16, under 18 pathways. And did not um, the fellow that did have the job, Pat, Pat, what's his name? Pat Howard. Pat Howard. Yeah, he he came rugby, to cricket from rugby. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking Clarko. Clarko could, Clarko. Be, the, could mm-hmm. be the guy. But we've got a, an Ashes uh, series coming up, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, well, Justin is contracted till the middle of next year, so mm-hmm. which includes the Ashes and a World Cup, doesn't it? Uh, 20, it does. T20, T20 World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that he is... Justin at the moment. Or the, the JL's <laughs> gone out the window. It's all about Justin. It's very formal. Mm-hmm. Mm, very serious. Mr. Langer. Right, Mr. Langer. 
Okay, thank you very much, uh, Andy, and thank you, everyone, for your responses. Can you look at the Could Have Been's Twitter and uh, amuse yourselves and perhaps even get some inspiration about who to barrack for if your team is not mm. in the final. It seems as though Melbourne is getting the nod. Mm. Now, the, uh, I've just noted, too, that in the Premier's press conference, uh, regional Victoria is going into lockdown at 1pm, so I'm going to have to vacate the chair. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I've got my work permit. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. So uh, that's 1 o'clock this afternoon. Mm. It gives me plenty of time to get home. And prepare for tonight's TV viewing or ABC grandstand listening for the Cats and the D's. Andy and I might have uh, to get together and go down and see Jocko at uh, Bet's Best Best Best, Bet's, 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 Bet's Chummy. <laughs> Chummy. So it, it could be anybody. Uh, so, uh, in a moment, we're going to be talking to uh, Dyson Heppel's mum. And of course, over the years, we've had a segment called Say Hi to Your Mum for Us. Mm. And um, we, in fact, spoke a couple of years back to Jane Wines, mother of Ollie, we who did. starred last yes. night. And uh, our interview with Jane is part of the latest Could Have Been's book, Half a Chicken and Chips. And uh, you might recall that uh, Jane Wines gave us the whole way to drive from Echuca to Adelaide to go and watch the footy over there, gave us the, the back roads they'd taken all. It took in the silos as well, I think. It did. And yeah. uh, Paul Harvey, well-known caricaturist, cartoonist, illustrator, He's done some cartoons for the book, which includes a marvellous cartoon of baby Ollie in a pram, which they called Ollie's Trolley. Mm. And it's showing the map to get across to oh. Adelaide. But right now, we're going down to uh, Leon Gatha. Leon Gatha. Because that's where we find Anne-Marie Heppel, mother of Essendon skipper Dyson. Welcome to the Could Have Beans, Anne-Marie. Hello there. What a beautiful... It's a nice morning down your way. It's a beautiful morning in Inverloch, for sure. Inverloch. Oh, oh, wouldn't shit. that be nice? Well, yeah. you've heard the bad news, I assume. Uh, I have, making mm. the most of my last uh, couple of hours, I tell you. So it becomes Inverloch down at <laughs> one o'clock. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you've been out for a walk along the beach already? No? Done uh, that, had my coffee. Yeah, mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, have you spoken to Dyson today? Not today, just yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Right. Right, and, and has it been difficult to catch up with him over the course of the year? So much so. I've hardly seen him because, um, yeah, they were up in Queensland for three weeks and then came back and then, yeah, they need to stay home because Melbourne's in lockdown and then they're not allowed to come here. So it's been a really strange year again. Mm. And, and over his career at Essendon, ha- had you and your husband Paul been uh, regular attendees at Essendon Games? Oh, very much so. Every uh, every weekend that we could get there, we had um, every home game we'd go to and then go into state a couple of times a year, but we had Aaron playing at the same time as well in the VFL, so we'd have our full weekends in Melbourne for football. Now, now the last two years, there's been none. Mm. The, the, the last two years, um, the players, of course, always have to uh, explain that, well, they'll play anywhere and uh, whatever the AFL does, they'll go along with and so on, but the parents don't have to be quite so accommodating. How, how's it really been for the players the last couple of years? Look, um, I can't speak for all the players. Uh, I think it's been really hard on their partners and um, and on their families, like for us as well, that can't get to go and watch them play. So we've sort of had a lot taken away from us. For the players, I, uh, well, I know for Dyson, he really enjoyed his time last year being injured, being on the Gold Coast. He was able to rehab in the sunshine and, mm. and you know, get out and about, whereas we were... In Melbourne, we were fairly locked down. Mm. Um, so for Dice, he's handled it really well. However, the last um, the last time he was 
actually, I think he was visiting Kate's family and got the call up at 9 o'clock in the morning to say we're flying out at 11 o'clock. So it was like, well, I can't make a plane by by 1 o'clock. So he dashed home by 1, packed his bag and was gone by 3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that, it's um, been crazy. That's the definition of uh, being nimble or agile, agile. In, yes. the, in these times. Oh, and, and, and of course, that's Dyson nice all over. Yeah, but, but well, before though, of course, you know, we've all got to know him as a footballer and, uh, and a star and a skipper and all that, but... He was a basketballer pre his football days, wasn't he? He was a he was a basketballer. Played um a lot of rep basketball um in Melbourne. So he was nine when um he was at a tournament in Dandenong and got picked up by the Melbourne Tigers. So he thought he was a champion already. So we went for tryouts in Melbourne, and from then on, it was every Friday night and every Sunday for training. Us driving down to Melbourne, and, and he um played some good state basketball with um like the likes of Mitch Creek from who's now with the South Melbourne, um, southeast Melbourne, and hmm. Iggy had the O'Meara Vic who played in you know college basketball, and now with Frankston, and yeah, so he, he was a good little basketballer. But yeah, at sixteen, he realised he was a bit too small for basketball, so took the football path. But but that is just a play. He represented Victoria, and that that introduced him obviously at an early age to the concept of travelling around Australia to play his sport. Oh, very much, yeah. We 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 travelled a lot with basketball. Um, it was our holidays. It was his life. He loved it. Yeah, and mm. we did too. Mm. Made lots of friends. Mm. Yeah, and and he got. I think also um, to become a Dice played straight away into the AFL and basketball. There's a lot of discipline in the in the coaching and and the strategy of the game. And so he had to listen to a coach from a young age, like from 12 years of age, going to training. You played this way. You do this, um, you don't just shoot the ball, you pass it to so-and-so. So he learned to listen to the coach, which I think really helped him when he, he started his AFL career because he knew how to play a position and, and just stick with that. Mm. Now, yeah. Emery, I don't want to bring up bad memories, but um, mm. Dyson obviously uh, much affected by the supplements saga. Yeah. Do you think that sort of put a bit of steel in him for the more difficult times that, uh, or they, they were probably far more difficult times than what's been uh, the last couple of years. I think so. I think that was the hardest um, the hardest time on any of the players because they had, I mean, right now everyone's in the same boat, but at the time they were really, um, they stood out, you know, mm. like you, you were the bad people and, and it just was so unfair at the time, I felt. Mm. Um, he couldn't even go into the change rooms in Langatha and watch Aaron play, you know, like yeah. it was like, well... You are so bad. You can't go near a sporting field, and they had to find places to train. And mm. it was very, it was very difficult. And I think this is nothing like that was for them. Mm. Do you think, assuming yeah. assuming Essendon makes the finals, I think they they're probably going well, to. Yeah. Would that? So. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put it all behind us at that point? Do you think? Can Essendon then say, right, well, we really are back now? I think. I think we've put it behind us this year with the new, uh, the young people coming through, like. There's only a couple of them left now um, mm. from from the saga years. So there's a whole new feeling, and, and I'm feeling that even um, amongst, like when, when we could go out to the club still with Dyson's captaincy too, um, mm. there's a whole change of a change of uh, feeling around the club, what they, what they stand for, uh, the way they're, they're wanting to be uh, really close together and, and, and build on this finals campaign. And if it's not this year, I'm just really seeing it going to start happening because at last we're getting draft picks and, and they're building again. Mm. We're talking to Anne-Marie Heppel, mother of Essendon star Dyson Heppel here on the Could Have Been Champions on ABC Radio. Billy Baxter. Um, Anne-Marie, Dyson's captaincy has been... Um 
terrific. He's, he's a, a, a great leader. Mm. Two questions about Dyson as a young man. Um, did you ever say, Dice, you can use my brush if you want, Dal? <laughs> and um, what possessed you to name him after a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> Dyson way before a vacuum cleaner was named. <laughs> oh, all right. You set the agenda. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they named worry. a vacuum cleaner after him. Oh, that's terrific. I then. reckon. Yeah. I reckon. And then a bus line. Oh, yes. there's lots of things named after Yes. Yeah. Such a great man. But Billy's first question was in relation to his hair, I think. Yeah, when, when his hair started to be uh, characteristic, mm. uh, what was your point of view, Anne-Marie? <laughs> It was pretty awful. They, <laughs> I had all three sons sitting there, you know, rubbing their heads, trying to make dreadlocks. It was yeah. disgusting. But anyway, they left home, and that's what came out. And if the girlfriends liked it, they were keeping it. So oh, the, the pillowcases must have been a mess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was well after my time. He'd left home when he started uh, that horrid. Yeah, but it, uh, it, it seems to me when he first started playing football, that's how I remember him. Yeah, and and no. so. No, you should see. He was neatly cut. Oh, that, you look at his rising star picture. He was a nicely well-groomed young man that had just left home. Oh, that's It'd make you weep, wouldn't it? It was when he hit the city. It was when he hit the city that happened. Oh, he's fooling him with bad influences. He, he hasn't got Hair tattoos, wise. has he? <laughs> what? Has he got tattoos as well? No, oh, I shouldn't say that. But, yeah, he has, I think, a little smiley face or something on his foot. That's as far as it goes. Byron Bay and came back with that. Oh, dear, Byron Bay. Byron Bay. (laughs) No, it's funny because, you know, it's 10 years ago he started, really. um, Yeah. And so I just always have a mental picture of him with with the hair. And yep. sometimes when he's playing now, I go, oh, yeah, that's Dyson Heppel because he he does look (laughs) so different. So much so. We we all think that. Yeah, and you also mentioned too about – it's, it's, there was once the baby bombers there, the new bombers now. You're right about that. And those, particularly yeah. those, um, is it uh, Archie Perkins, mm. Harry yeah. Jones and the boy... Sam Draper. Uh, Draper and the boy Cox. Mm. Um, yes, yes. And, and yes. suddenly Dyson becomes like a... Uh, yeah, he's an older statesman. He's a, he's a statesman of those. He get on well with all the young fellas and they'd be looking up he's to him. Not. Yeah, he does. He said it's a really great crew. Um, got little young Zach Reed too from Lane Gaffer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... He's come from our area, which is, yeah, he's only played the one game. But um, it, it's really exciting. And, um, yeah, he's really enjoying the young fellas being around the club. But, yes, he's starting to feel his age, but he told me the best is still to come. So, <laughs> was, was, was Dyson always an Essendon supporter, Anne-Marie? He was. He was, yeah. When but we the whole were, family Essendon supporters? No, we were all Geelong supporters. But oh. Dyson, when he started school, Essendon were winning. And so we went to get his uh, kick outfit. And he said he wanted to be a bomber, and I said, "No, you can't do that. Dad won't, Dad won't like that." And um, he said, "Well, I don't want anything then." So we came home with the whole kit and told him to go and put it on. And came back, and Paul said he can sit in the corner and watch footing on his own. <laughs> anyway, he stayed an Essendon supporter, and um, very fortunate to, to end up being there as well. For sure. Well, well. Um uh, good on him, and it, it must be great because not every kid gets to play for the team he wants Barrick for, so that's fantastic. It is indeed. Yeah. And, Anne-Marie, yeah. after yeah. footy, do you have a sense that uh, Dyson will go into the media or has he got his um, career path worked out post-football? Look, he, he only said a while back it wasn't something that he thought about um, going into the media, but he like he, he did express an interest in that, and, and he's into, like, 
property, houses and whatever he might take over after his father or something, become a builder. I don't know. He's, he's sort of got lots of little things I think that he'd like to get involved in, but no no major plan at this stage. Well, he could, of he could always go back to Lee and Gather and get on a dairy farm. That'd be good for him, wouldn't it, Anne-Marie? I reckon that'd be the last thing he would do, <laughs> I would encourage. <laughs> hey, look, all the best, and let's hope uh, you get the desired outcome with the Bombers yeah. this weekend and they make the finals. And, yeah, and Dyson gets to lead them to out that. in a final for the first time in how many? Oh, very long time. 6,192 days since they have won a final. <laughs> so uh, it'll oh, be do- dear. It'll be it'll, of- he'll be so excited, yep. Well, good luck to him and, uh, and, and, and happy viewing and barracking for the Bombers. And thanks for joining us this morning, Anne-Marie. Good on you. Thank you, guys. Good See on you. Anne-Marie yeah. Anne Heppel, mother of Dyson. Great to have her on. The could have been champions this morning. And uh, Champs Anne-Marie is, and Paul are Cats fans. Yeah, I like mm. the sound of that. Just uh, Champs is standing by, but also standing by at the MCG is L Nicholson from Grandstand. Good morning, L. G'day, Covey. Good to be with you. Now, is there a game on there today? There is a game on here today. It hasn't necessarily got any sort of finals bearing, but it, it still feels a really meaningful match when you, you think of the calibre of people that are, are departing the landscape in terms of players and then the coach, and we wait and see where Alistair Clarkson ends up in the future. But, um, yeah, it, it still has this feeling of great significance. It's a glorious day at the MCG as, as well. So a few of the Hawks are out there having a bit of a kick around at the moment. And two teams, when you think about it, across the course of the last eight seasons... Six of the premierships have been won by these two teams. So that when you look at mm-hmm. history, these two teams have, have really um, stood up as one of the – or a couple of the best that have ever played the game. Mm. How's the crowd building up down there, Ralph? Yeah, beautifully. <laughs> Absolutely. Just um, I would come early because the car parks are filling up. Um, should be a bumper uh, crowd. This uh, deserves a big crowd today. And think about Essendon Collingwood here tomorrow mm. as well with Essendon playing for a spot in the finals. That, that would be an enormous – atmosphere at the MCG, oh, but yeah. sadly not this year anyway. We can and, dwell on that. And as it indicated, all the finals are going to be everywhere except Melbourne, so uh, Port Adelaide get a home final. Yeah, what about the Cats, Covey? Are you you in keeping with Chris Scott's thoughts around that? Well, well, well we've heard that they're not going to get a home final too long, even if they finish on top. Yeah. It is an interesting space, isn't it, when you consider that Geelong will previously to last night was open for business wasn't it mm. um on the melbourne front that match down there tonight's going to be fascinating to see whether melbourne can win the minor premiership for the first oh, time don't since use 64. that expression you, you get nothing for the minor premiership it's a yeah, nonsense statement but the last time they won the minor premiership they also won the flag for the last time covey so there's a there's a bit in that simon goodwin the coach is going to join us on the lead coming up after you guys so that's our feature guest on the program today yeah well uh who's calling in geelong tonight who is calling in Geelong tonight? That'll be Corbin Middlemas and the team down there with Andrew Mays and Brendan Goddard and the crew. So we'll, we'll have a good night. That's a cracking match. Let them know if they come down early enough. We can have a game of golf. Oh, no, we can't. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Golf's off. So right. you, you can still go to the farm, can you, Covey, and no. on the makeshift course? No? Uh, none of that. So anyway, uh, good calling, L today. And, Thanks, uh, team. And let's see how the weekend pans out. It's going to be, you know, yeah. all on We've got week. some great footy. That's, yeah. that's the positive. That's There's right. some really good footy being played. So Look, Thanks, it's guys. The, it's the only silver lining, isn't it? Mm. At least the footy's still on. Yep. yep. And, 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 and at least champs are still on too. Well, I was going to say, if Melbourne do finish on top, 
They'll get the Dr. McClellan trophy. They will indeed. That's, that's worth fighting for. You can't yeah. sneeze at that. Oh, is, that I think the, it's, is that because our under-19s and under-17s in reserves also did really well? Yeah, a really year. good season, yes. Torchy? Yes. Uh, is Champs there? Yep, speaking. Well, over to you, okay. Champ, for your next right set on. of socks. Okay, we've got uh, a bit of mailbag, but I want to be brief because uh, we've got some lots of songs. So, yep. Steve Arnold writes, I am a Norwood Redlegs tragic with 20 years in the USA. I listen to the podcast each week, driving between Prescott, Arizona and Phoenix. Oh. Lisa Canty writes, and she, I wonder if she's related to Elaine, same spelling. Mm. Listen to the Could Have Been Since 81. Mum loved the show. She insisted we listen each week. I lived in Shep, and if we were unable to listen, Mum made me tape it on a cassette. At times, the reception in Shep was not great, and my sister and I took turns holding the transistor up in the right position to hear you. Not that comfortable after about 10 minutes. She would get very cross if our arms faltered. How about that? Yes. Peter Sims says, how do you think Toby Green's girlfriend feels about Toby buying her birthday present from Cash Converters? Yeah, yeah I've thought of that myself, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the interest of brevity, John Ashoff uh, will uh, hold yours back uh, about travelling in Queensland in 94, listening to the Could Have Beans on Sunday night. Rob Carey in 1987 was at VFL Park and he's got a great tale, but... Time is tight. Rob Scriven or Scriven has a wonderful tale about Anzac biscuits. Uh, he was a Victorian working at an, a, a, still studying at an Adelaide Agricultural College, and if they wanted an Anzac biscuit when they were on camp, they had to not bag Victoria, and they had to say things like, um, "I think Victorians are the nicest and most fair-minded people I've ever known, and that would be rewarded with Mum's Anzac." Biscuits from Swan, made in Swan Hill. Uh, Mick Scott, that's a terrific one. Have you got that one in front of you, Simon? Mick uh, Scott from Bitten? Mick Scott, yes, yes, about the uh, 71 grand final. Look, uh, with time being tight, and I want to do four songs, mm-hmm. we'll come back to that next week. Michael Daolia says, looking forward to the AFLW. The women's footy, no more sneaking looks at the big screen, no giving the ump a look of incredulity oh, after yeah. a free kick against you. Yep. This is quite accurate, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and no, no, no pushing. There you go. No pushing an opponent pulling their jumper after the ball goes out of bounds. Why do they do that? Why well, just to fly the chest beating. Yeah. Mm. Fly the flag. Yep. Uh, no, Michael's right. There's a lot to like about AFLW. Yes. So that's uh, – I'll save the rest of the mail for next week. Yeah, otherwise, you'll be down to three songs. I'll mention well, a couple right. after your songs. <coughs> All right. Here we go. Um, what's this, Billy? You there? Sound. Sister Gold. That sounds here. very Elton John. Yes, yeah. uh, Elton, yeah. yeah. I've almost you got, got it. Mm. Uh, you got Benny it. and the Jets. Yeah, that's it. Hey, uh, Mark Dwyer gave us the idea. Hey, fans, let's all get together and celebrate a fella who has made the game better. Without him round, it just won't be the same. You talk about an ornament unto the game. He's electric and wonderful Oh, as good as football gets Mr. Eddie Betts Oh, you might have thought you'd seen it all But you ain't seen nothing like him yet Mm, 
Mr. Itty Bits When he played at Adelaide Oval Where people think global but still shop local They even named a parking after this man Eddie Betts, a giant Australia Oh, he's electric and wonderful He's as good as football gets Mr. Eddie Betts You might have thought you'd seen it all But you didn't see nothing like him yet mm, Mr. Eddie Betts Next one? Yeah, very good. There was a suggestion this week which I totally agree with that they named the goal of the year after Eddie Betts. Oh, the Eddie Betts trophy. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brian Dwyer, now this seems to be no connection to Mark Dwyer. Two uh, ditties in a row from two different uh, listeners' uh, ideas uh, called Dwyer. Surname Dwyer. They say the coach is going down. His days are numbered, that's the word. They say he soon won't be around. That's what someone said, someone heard. I see them finals are coming. And pretty soon we'll know our fate Yeah, we can take it We can make it We can sneak into the air Somewhere some people have their freedom With no masks and no lockdown In some far place they will play finals Oh, upon some far off football ground They say, I see them finals are coming And pretty soon we'll know our fate We can take this We can make this We can sneak into the air And it's also Thunderclap Newman, isn't it? That's right Yeah. Mm. Call out the instigator, isn't Call it? Call out the instigator, yeah. Uh, now, let's just check the time here. It no, is... we're going good. <laughs> All right. Well, your Excuse time me. is different to ours, so it's moot. <laughs> well, there's um, these two. Okay, these two should be brief. Swish Schwert gave us this idea. Oh, it's so funny how they dumped you after so long, Al. And that look upon your face suggests that you were not impressed. And someone said maybe you fell out with the press. We spread it in the press. I guess you won't be getting too sentimental about your Hawthorne dynasty. 
And we don't know if you're going to coach again But the suitors will be many Alistair We know the Hawks have doubted you Alistair Next stop, the blues. Next stop, the blues. Oh, Rudy, do. Well, mm. we haven't done an Elvis Costello before, Well, Billy. I loved no. it. Yeah, I thought that was terrific. Yeah. You, you were into that? Yeah, yep. totally. Yeah. Great. Yeah, well, thanks for... Uh, I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for my singing friend Christian Mitchy showing me what a good song that is. Now, last one, and thanks for your indulgence. Peter Tresida, regular Trash mm, Tresida. On your trash. He's been around with us for a long time. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he went back to uh, ACDC, and it's about Eddie. Mm. Portlican and Kalgoorlie His early years were spent He got in trouble when at age 15 To Melbourne he was sent He played for Vicks under 18s His reputation grew Pick three in the 04 draft He's taken by the blues Eddie Betts could not be caught. Eddie Betts in large shorts. Eddie Betts loved by all. Eddie Betts and he could play football. Eddie Betts, he could play football. Eddie Betts, you see him dance. Eddie Betts wore large pants. Eddie Betts loved by all. An ornament to football What a gift he left football What an ornament to football That was fun. Yes, so uh, there's the companion piece to Bernie Vince Shearing Sheep. We've now got Eddie Betts in large shorts. <laughs> in large shorts. Uh, he did wear large yeah. shorts. Yeah. The largest of the large. Yeah, that, I heard someone discussing the other day the speculation now about who will be, the, you know, takes over as the large shorts wearer. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to have a look at a photo of him next to Warwick Kappa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here are the two extremes. Yeah, they are, indeed. So, well done, mm. Champy. Uh, so, um, Thank you, Champy. Champy, can I um, ask mm. you to tell us what you've learned today? Well, um, I'm looking at the mail we didn't get to. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Mick Scott. He, uh, I believe there was a discussion on the program last week about um, uh, commentators always talking about the where players come from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, not necessarily. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, anyway, <clears throat> uh, in the 71 grand final, Tony Charlton and Doug Haywood kept telling us that Cowboy Neil was from South Warrnambool, <laughs> Peter Hudson was from uh, uh, New Norfolk, Barry Lawrence was from uh, Lawrence was from Longford 
in Tassie, and that uh, Murray was a full forward at Sandringham. So he said, nothing's changed from, from 71 until now. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what Chance learnt during the week. Uh, Torchy, what did you learn today? Well, I learnt from Narelle Smith mm. that the president of the um, Woodville West Torrance um, women's, team. women's team is Christine Williams, and she's a pearler. And there's a word you don't hear too often these days. Not as often as you'd like. And yes. not only is she a pearler, she also runs the water. Right, runs the water for any age group whatsoever. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Billy Baxter? I learnt that uh, Dyson Heppel mm. wasn't named after a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> and you, was, you seem disappointed about He predates about the vacuum was, cleaner, yeah, it I seems. was disappointed. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Simon Whelan, have you learnt anything at all today? Well, I learnt that uh, Dyson has a very engaging mother and that she informed us that Dyson quite liked the uh, bubble up in Queensland <laughs> where he could rehab in the sunshine without mm. restrictions. Mm. And I think there were a few of them who liked it. And although... what a pity that Scott Pendlebury's not playing tomorrow because we have the Battle of the Basketballers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> be a good drinking game to yeah, see yeah. How, how often it's mentioned about either or. Yes. Andy Bullard, did you learn anything? I also learned from Anne-Marie Heppel that um, their family are Geelong supporters, mm. but Dyson chose the Bombers, and when he came home with his full Auskick Bombers kit, his dad said, well, you can go and sit in the corner and watch the football. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's fair enough. Fair too. enough. Fair too. enough, too. Uh, the only way to go. Yeah. Okay, sin point. You go and get them all the Auskick outfit. You get all the colours ready for them, then they don't want the Geelong no, no. colours, they want the Essendon colours. Yep. Mm. Well, they can sit in their own room and watch the football. Mm. I, um, I learnt also from Anne-Marie, when we did touch on the uh, after, la- after football life for Dyson, mm. that returning to a dairy farm at Leongatha was going to be well and truly last. And I time. think Anne-Marie <laughs> might have grown up on a dairy yeah. farm herself, so her <laughs> advice is no doubt well-founded. Yes, beautifully done. Uh, can I quickly, before oh. we go to Sam the Sub? Yes, quick, 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 quick. I'm quickly mentioning a couple of uh, uh, letters that Champs um, didn't get to. Mark, he's one of those who sends us in um, observations the commentators have made. And uh, during the week in the last quarter of the Bulldogs uh, game, this is last weekend, one of them said, if you keep going to the well, eventually the tide will turn. Didn't notice there was a lot of tidal activity in wells, wells. but there you go. Uh, Jonathan, who's a great source of... uh, I won't, I won't mention who it was who, all, who said all of these things, mm-hmm. but all heard on AFL commentary. Uh, one was that uh, three quick goals uh, meant that side had stemmed the ship. Stemmed? Not steadied the ship. No, oh, they'd yeah. stemmed the ship. ship. They'd stemmed the tide and steadied the ship. And um, another one said that uh, talking about where the finals will be, there are so many questions Still to be unanswered. Mm. I'm I'm watching the listening to the wrong commentary. This sounds like it's right up my alley. Uh, Thank you, Cy. We'll keep our ears open again for the remainder of the weekend. Doesn't happen on grandstand, though. Uh, It may not happen at outside football either, where Sam the sub's in position. Good morning, Sam. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Oh, you sound nice and bright today. Oh, yes. Well, you know, this time of the year. Preparing for the finals. Yeah. It's been a long season. There's been so much behind us. Uh, now looking forward to uh, the tail end of the season, down to business. Lane, well, so what's what's uh, leading outside football this week? Well, uh, Ian, we're in these troubled times looking for comfort. And mm. if you think of uh, footy finals comfort food, mm. 
you probably think of um, something encased in pastry and mm. that's what we've gone for we've got uh, Curtis Stone mm. Ian Hewitson and Maggie Beer three very different uh, takes on that classic Australian meat pie recipe yep. uh, that you can whip up at home yep. uh, without too much trouble enjoy through the final series and we decided to, uh, to put gastronomy on the front page. Gastronomy! As, a, as opposed to football on this edition. So what's the heading? Hot pies. <laughs> of course it is. And uh, we've got uh, coverage of last night's game, mm. the prognostications uh, of the games to come, and uh, fan scan this week, uh, Ian. Mm. We've got a sign, I think football, uh, signed by Evie Hayes. Evie Hayes? Yep. And uh, we go all the way back to October the 1st, 2011. What happened then? The grand final. Yeah. Photo here of uh, Marvin Lee a day. Yeah. Uh, better known as Meatloaf. <laughs> right. Singing uh, at the grand final. That's right. And uh, Evie Hayes was a very good football coach. I mean, a singing coach. So mm. perhaps Marvin might be able to uh, take a few directions from Evie. <laughs> anyway. If he presents himself at the offices of Outside Football... I'm sure he will. The footy is his, and um, so will be the career advice uh, therefore too. What a lovely gesture. Oh, we're all about lovely gestures down here, and I might gesture now to that uh, degrade with a margin mm. to, to go over to the um, over the fridge. Oh, OK. OK. The you sun's need... over the yard, are yeah, It's yeah. warming up out there. You it need your indeed. sustenance to get you through the day. Good on you, Sam. Good on you, Ian. And world record time today. He just made it right on oh, the music. Time, Look at that. Time to perfection. OK, that's that commitment out the way, our regular arrangement with outside football. Uh, we now have this other arrangement that I would have attend to, and that's... Um, uh, I don't know who it is today, whether it's, it might be... Is it Tomo or... Oh, of course. Chamo. Chummy here from Chummy. Bet, Chummy. Bet, and uh, yeah, today we're framing markets left, right, and centre. We paid out on the Bulldogs last night on multiple <laughs> occasions, all the way through the first quarter, the second quarter, the third <laughs> quarter, and even into the fourth quarter. We were paying out on the Bulldogs all night. Hmm. We never paid out on Port Adelaide, <laughs> but uh, we decided to pay out on the Bulldogs. Now, today we're framing markets all day on how many Zoom auctions Simon will be attending this weekend. <laughs> And you can multi that into what virtual background he will be choosing on those Zoom calls. You can get four dollars fifty on palm trees. You get seven twenty on clouds. Eight twenty into seven ninety for the Trevi Fountain in the background of Simon's call. And you can get we're out to twenty one dollars for Simon having the head of a cat on those Zoom auctions. So uh, plenty of auctions all weekend. Beautiful sunny day, and we. Hopefully we'll get plenty of bets in on how many Simon will be attending. And uh, please come responsibly. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Was it Jummy? Jummy. Jummy. Thank mm. you, Jummy. Oh, dear. Oh, they're going to pay out one well, way or another. Keep, side. Some things just keep going on through the lockdown. As does Torch's talkback. It does, yes. And uh, let's get a move on, Torchy. Our first call is there. Go ahead, please. Hello. Well, Savaloy's as well. Uh, who's calling, please? I say, you're on the air. as yeah. well. Uh, yes, could you identify yourself? Who's calling, well, please? Well, it's Pearl, dear. And put, where are you calling from? I told from? the fellow when I rang up that mm. that was my name. Yes, and where are you calling from, Pearl? I'm calling from the peninsula, dear. Down the oh, you're say, so, Savaloy's along with hot pies. Well, that's right. Mm. Well, that's okay. a comfort food, too. It is, and they're very popular at the football. Here is something I'd like to share. You may not care to hear it, but I'm going to share it nonetheless. Okay, okay. go ahead, please. If you were to make... 
a meat pie, mm -hmm. you will need some gravy. Mm -hmm. Now, you can have more than one thing as a comfort food for, what did he call it, football final? Yes. Mm. For your football final, you could have meat pies and saveloys. Now, I put this forward as perhaps a... a um, well, uh, a suggestion, I suppose, a serving suggestion. Mm, mm. Why don't you take the water you've boiled the saveloys in and use that as your base for the gravy for the meat pie? Well, that's clever. Yeah, you don't have to patronise me. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, we'll take that on, take that on board, Pearl, because we have to move on. We've got other callers on the line. Well, I'd like to talk for longer. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, 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 we have to leave it there. Thank you, Pearl. <laughs> Uh, next caller, please. Uh, hello? Yes, hello. Oh, who's calling, please? Yes, it's Digger here. Digger. Uh, oh, Digger. I'm so distressed. Oh, really? The shocking scenes that I've seen on the TV. It's been coming for weeks, but they did nothing. Oh, and really? And then it's all just falling apart. Are you talking and about... And now the fanatics are back on top. Are you talking about uh, Afghanistan? No, I'm talking about Port Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> They say they've changed. They say they learned a lesson to 20 years ago, but they're just as cruel and vicious as they've ever been. Oh, okay. And they're trying to take our colours. Well, no, they did have those colours in the first place. Oh, he doesn't want to hear that. I'm not uh, very happy at all. No. Uh, uh, um, I think we have another caller for you, Torch. Hello. Oh, hey, Todd. Oh, who's calling? It's Nigel, Todd. Nigel, and where are you calling from? I'm in North Fitzroy today. Yes, and yeah. uh, down at Edinburgh Gardens, a beautiful day. No, I've got my essential worker permit off to headquarters right. uh, just in a, in, in a little while because we're planning a um, bit of hush-hush, bit of hush-hush here. Don't tell anyone. Can't I know nobody's uh, listening in on can, this. But, um, can you let the cat out of the bag? Uh, no? We're just coming to arrangements for the grand final <gasps> of the AFL, Torch. Right. Yeah, so the idea is... We're going to um, make all of the... Because, uh, you know, we decided to make it a bit different for, for all sorts of people to be able to attend. It's going to be halfway along the Overland Track in Tasmania. <laughs> because a lot of people love to, to go on the Overland Track and camp. We're going to put a pontoon out and we're going to get the game played on the pontoon out on the, uh, on the lake there. Yes. And it's just going to be a wonderful, um, you know, expression of... of Wildlife and football and all those sort of things. So yeah, we've decided to go in a different direction this year, given the you know, given the, the pandemic and all that sort of stuff. Is this one um, of your ideas, Nige? Well, you know, Tosh, uh, I am an ideas guy. I'm an ideator, and uh, I'd like to, um, yeah, well, yeah, to be to be plain, it is my idea. Gil loves it. Um, we got rid of Steve Hawking, so he doesn't matter anymore. And uh, Brad Scott loves it, but he's going to go to Collingwood, so it's just going to be Gill and me, and we're going to run this uh, league and going to make it what it deserves to be. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank what? you, Nigel. Uh, uh, I think that's the end from him. Well, I think I'm not... Well, there might be a few problems with the yeah, pontoon. Yeah, I, I think there'd be some logistical issues mm. there, perhaps on Lake Sinclair rather than halfway on the... And, yes, with our next call, last call, we'll make this the last one. Hello. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, who's calling, please? Oh, is that Young McGee? It is, yes. Oh, uh, it's uh, Peter Hill. Peter, now, uh, where are you calling from? Look, I'm calling from uh, Geelong. I didn't hear the end of the Premier's press conference. Mm, well, you... Did he get that bit in where he said uh, there'd been exemption for people from Ivanhoe travelling to Geelong today? <laughs> no, he did not. Uh, no. uh, well, if, if, if you didn't get that bit, Ivan, if you're listening... 
I think we might wrap it up there for um, this Saturday morning. Oh, no, 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 one, no, more, one more. One more. One more call. Okay. Hello. Oh, you always forget about me. Oh, is that Danny? <laughs> yeah, it is Danny. How did you Danny, know? Danny, well, I'm just guessing that uh, what happened to the dogs last night, you know, they got so close, oh, Danny. Oh, don't patronise us, George. I <laughs> well, told you yeah, about this. only two I points, Danny. Stop talking. I'm talking now. Okay. I told you about this a few weeks ago. You know, all oh. the other top teams, they'd had their downturn earlier in the season. It was going to come for us, and it's come at exactly the time that the AFL wanted it to come. <laughs> it's all came, over. It came very late in the game. Downhill right. from here. We're going to be fifth by the end of the round. Oh. No double chance. You're out still in the finals, Danny. Yeah. You There's still hope. No, you won a flag no, from no, seventh. No, 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 no. You're still there. You're still in the finals. <laughs> okay. Oh. I think that is definitely the last caller. They, they might be fifth tonight, the uh, the dogs. Yep. But well, we can win them for fifth. I think Adelaide won up from fifth once. They, they did. Yeah. They, yeah. they won it from the bottom half both times, yeah. didn't they? Yep. You're still uh, patronising them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Andy, yes, why don't you Kobe. come down with me under the one supporter per club rule? <laughs> oh, we, we are essential uh, That's right. uh, spectators. People. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, anyway, good luck tonight there. Talk and to you. Uh, good morning to you. Yeah, and go the Bloods this afternoon. Big one. Uh, Simon Whelan. Yes. Uh, go Saints. Last round. Finish with a bang. Come on. 60-goal win. Yep. 90-goal uh, win, in fact. 90-goal win. Uh, Andy Belairs. Demons tonight. Uh, it's just going to be a joy to see him in the finals. Mm. Uh, Billy Baxter. Enjoy your football. And uh, I'm Ian Cover. Thank you for listening again. Thanks to our producer, Matty Coester, who's Good done a fantastic Matty. job lining up the program. And thank you to you for listening. And again, thank you to the people that tuned in for our um, Zoom book launch last week yeah. after the show too. That was terrific to catch up with you all. Stay tuned now for Grandstand on ABC Radio. Go Cats! Go Dees! <laughs>